This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're using scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 18 for Sunday, September 29th, 2019, Friends versus Accomplices. Well, today, I, I know I say this all the time, but I have the intention of doing a very short video about this week's assignment as it pertains to uh, the 90-day the journey that we're on. Today, uh, we're going to be looking at what I call the Friends and Accomplices Audit. It is the first sheet inside your packet for this week. And uh, at the top, it just kind of gives a quick little explanation where Andy Andy Stanley says that your friends determine the direction and quality of your life. And it's something, a statement he's used oftentimes when he's talking to students about choosing their friends carefully. Um, but we, I think, tend to underestimate the power of influence. We underestimate the, the potential influence that friends and family, coworkers, neighbors have in our lives. And if we're not careful we don't pay attention, we can unintentionally allow someone into our lives that has a tremendously negative impact and effect on our direction and our future. As a pastor, I have seen this so many times. I, I, I cannot go down the list of how many times I have seen this or give you examples, but, but I have seen so many times where somebody is on a good path they're on a good trajectory. They're they're growing in their walk with Christ. They're embracing the community. They're they're coming into closer intimate fellowship with other believers in the church and then they get in touch with somebody. And this one person somehow has the ability to draw them so far off track. Sometimes it's into sin, sometimes it's into some, you know, some kind of sin issue or some, some kind of moral issue that we would be surprised at if we told, you know, if we, if you had asked us a year before it happened that this person was going to do this, we'd probably be, nah, that's never going to happen. And then it happens. Or uh, oftentimes one of the things that I've seen is, is that people, get around uh, other disgruntled people towards the church, and, and over time, it starts to draw them away. Over time, that, that kind of ongoing cycle, that loop of negativity and bitterness and anger and whatever frustration someone might have, eventually, it wears them down, and they succumb to the influence. Influence plays a huge role in our lives, and for most of us, most of the time, we don't pay any attention to the power of influence when it comes to other other friends and family and people in our lives. In today's podcast, or uh, sorry, Monday's podcast, today is Sunday, and tomorrow's podcast, we're going to be talking more about, in detail, the power of influence and, and uh, what the Bible says about influence and choosing your friends carefully, and at the same time, look, go over the study by Dr. Milgram in 1961. It's a controversial study, but there's a lot we can learn about influence from it. So I encourage you to listen to tomorrow's day devotional podcast to get more input on this. But today, all I really want to do, because because tomorrow is going to walk you through the concept of influence and the friends that we're allowing to have influence into our lives, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that today. Today, I just want to walk you through quickly this, this friends and accomplices audit. Um, 
essentially, really quickly, let me let me read you the definition. Um, accomplices are anyone who holds you back, anyone who holds you back as you begin to make changes in your life or keeps you from being able to make changes. So anyone in your life who, when you're trying to change and become a better person, when you're trying to grow uh, you know, in your walk with God or trying to add in some of these new habits or something, an accomplice is somebody who, who keeps you from being able to make those changes or actually literally holds you back from making the changes. And so there are eight or ten questions here under the Identify Accomplices section. And this is the trickiest one. There's a lot to it, and there's a lot we can't get into. But uh, for some of us, there there are people in our lives that that uh, we can and probably should cut out of our lives because they're having a negative effect on our on our state of mind, our our spiritual state, our desire to follow Christ, walk with Christ, and and they're not you know they're not crucial or integral to our lives or our family network or any anything like that. For others, though. There, there are people that we cannot cut out of our lives. Uh, sometimes it's our spouse. You know, sometimes you have a spouse, and I've, I've seen this happen many times in my ministry. Someone has a spouse who holds them back. Maybe they're not a believer. Maybe they are a believer, and they're just, you know, they're just negative. They don't want to change, and they don't want their spouse to change because when their spouse changes, it puts pressure on them to change. They don't want to feel pressure to change, so they're going to make it difficult for the other person to change. And it's frustrating. It's hard. We don't really know how to do to deal with that. There are some scriptures that we can that we can deal with that. But but the main point is, um, sometimes we cannot cut people out of our lives, and sometimes God has put people in our lives uh, and, and to help form us and shape us in different ways, and for us to help form and shape them in ways they're not expecting. So you know, the world might tell you just cut them out, but God wouldn't tell you to do that. Um, in fact, God, God will, in the New Testament, mention many times about loving somebody in an enduring faithfulness kind of a way, and that act of loving them in an enduring and faithfulness and loving them that way is something that God can and does use to bring people into the kingdom. But outside of you know, this group, outside of this group of people that we may not be able to cut out of our lives— there is a, there are there are other spheres of influence in our lives that that are having an effect on on who we are becoming and our ability to become a different person. There's a lot of stories that you can probably think of, but a simple one out of a book that I read last week talks about a guy who was one to, who was on probation at his work and business because he wasn't hadn't been hitting sales numbers for a long time. And what he did, a simple thing that he did was and he stopped spending time with the negative gossipers, the ones who talked down about their boss and the company and so on and so forth. And instead, instead of having lunch with them, he simply went and started having lunch with people who were succeeding in the company, who were growing, and who were on the right path. And that one act of having lunch with a different group of people changed him in about a month's time, I think, to be able to uh, to get back on track at work. It's the power of influence, the power of the people around us. And so, there may be a lot of people in our lives that we can make the choice to not allow as much influence as they as they have. So, work through that accomplices section and see if there might be people who are having a very negative effect on your life. And then 
also we want to, number two, identify friends. Identify the people who are supporting us and helping propel us forward, encouraging us to move forward, you know, giving us resources to move forward, giving us their time to help us move forward. You know, that there are people who are holding us accountable to what we say we're going to do. There are people who lovingly call it, call us out on our junk. And when we when we uh, when we are making excuses and and junk and BS and all of that stuff that that are that they know they can recognize it they can call it and they say it but they don't do it in a way that condemns us they do it in a way that we we love we feel love through doing it and they are helping raise us up lift us up to a higher standard and these are the people we want more of in our lives and sometimes we might need to number 3 identify new friends we might need to go looking for some new friends who are further down the road than we are, who, who, who have something that we don't have, but we would like to have more of in our lives. And so, so we may need to go looking for somebody to identify somebody. Maybe, you know, if there's a level of spiritual maturity that you would like to get to, you know, don't hang out with people who are spiritually immature. Hang out with the people who are more spiritually mature and start to allow them to call you up into another level. And then the hard one, number four, is we have to deal with our accomplices. We, we can't just let people continue to have influence for a negative uh, impact in our lives without addressing it, without making a change. And so, so we have to start coming up with a plan for how we're going to deal with accomplices. And there's a few different ways to do that on the worksheet. This may be, and I've probably said this before, I know I've said it about capture, but and and capture is incredibly important. In fact, one of the one of the stages of capture E echo is about this. Getting around people who echo what you want in your life. This is this, so this is a part of capture. But this may be one of the most important parts of this 90-day journey is is making sure that we're we're putting ourselves around people who are going to help support us on this journey. And like we, we mentioned yesterday in our talk about Hebrews, and uh, Hebrews chapter 3 and 4, um, we have to be around people who are encouraging us daily, where we are encouraging others daily while it's still called today. And then, you know, in Hebrews chapter 10, which is going to be in the podcast tomorrow, the author says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Spur, you know, that's kind of, that's, that's a little bit of a jolt, but spur one another on. Spur, like a painful thing you do to a horse. Spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And then he says, not giving up, meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. This is something we cannot do in our own strength. We cannot muscle our way into Christ-likeness. We cannot, we cannot muscle our way into becoming more like Christ and, and being a better disciple of Christ. The primary way we do this is with others. We need to have others. And this, the book Influencer and uh, anything, Change Anything, they say, we need about six. Don't be surprised how few it takes, but we need about six, a half a dozen people who are, who are friends, who are supporting us in this journey, moving in the right direction. We need about half a dozen people in our lives that are, that are kind of cheerleading us and coaching us and, and celebrating us as we move forward. We need, we need people who we intentionally put in our lives that, that are, that are there for the purpose, not, not, not selfishly, but there for the purpose of calling us up to a higher level. And at the same time, some questions on here. The very last question 
is as we evaluate the influencers in our lives, we also need to evaluate our influence in other li- others' lives and ask ourselves, are we being friends or accomplices? Are you a friend to someone? You know, are, are you a friend helping call someone up to a higher uh, you know, life in Christ? Or are you an accomplice that constantly kind of pulls someone down, someone around you maybe wanting to grow in their walk with Christ, but you don't, and so you just kind of tug it. You know, it might even be in good humor, and, well, I'm just playing with you, man. You know, I'm just, I'm just kind of teasing, you know, just, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to offend you, but, but you know, just, you know, just kind of, kind of picking at you a little bit, because you said you wanted to be this new person, you wanted to change, you wanted to do this new thing, and so... So, so you're just kind of just kind of playing, just kind of playing. They're not playing. We're not playing when we do that. We know their growth and their desire to grow and change triggers an insecurity inside ourselves. And if they grow and change and become the person that they're trying to become, we're going to be left behind. And so we have we're forced to either choose between helping and letting them go without us, or pulling them back. Or the third option. Get up off the couch and join them in the in forward progress. So that is that is the friends and accomplices audit. Um, I would really strongly encourage you to take some time today. This is Sunday afternoon. Take some time Sunday afternoon or evening. Work your way through it. At the very latest, do it tomorrow. Work your way through this uh, by the end of Monday. So by by Monday evening, tomorrow evening, work your way through. Uh, this friends and accomplices audit and and start to be intentional about surrounding yourself with people who want the same things that you desire and who you desire to become and don't be surprised if all of a sudden you find yourself becoming the kind of person you always wanted to be that's it for this uh this video for this tutorial have a wonderful week we'll see you again soon www.thejesushabit.com